everybody. This is Stephanie Ruper. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Naked Humanity podcast, where we take a deep, deep dive into what it means to be human in the modern world. Today is episode number 55X, and I am talking about how easy it is to see people as different from you. That may sound like a bit of a mouthful, but it's accurate and Mostly what I want to respond to is actually something that was in the question that was asked of me last week. Uh, Last week, somebody called me a polar opposite from them, which I found very interesting because like in terms of political views, I found that very interesting because I never share my political views. Very few people I think know actually what I think about anything, uh, mostly because I am not sure what I think about most things. Uh, And so when people tell me, what I believe, I'm like, oh, huh, okay, okay, you know, where, where, and how are we getting this? Um, and that just speaks to again uh, how easy it is to characterize people based on what they think, which is maybe a really big problem in our world today. So I really want to talk about it because I, I think it's important for uh, how we navigate the world and for maybe making the world a better place. I think. Uh, I think it could actually be really, really great, really, really important for making the world a better place. So I'll jump into the question. You heard it if you turned in last week to the podcast on intersectionality, uh, but I'll read it again for a refresher. It's from somebody who identifies as Soy Boy. Soy Boy says, I have recently discovered your channel and love your content. I would say that we are polar opposites, but you at least seem open to debate. I have left many comments on some of your videos. I am an old school socialist who is shocked by the rise in neo-Marxism and its intersectional dogma. I use the word dogma because it has become a secular religion. I am vegan and I am opposed to the intersectional feminist takeover of the animal rights movement in my local area. Can you discuss intersectionality in a podcast? Please try not to use the word problematic. Trigger warning. That was a joke. Um, I do first want to say that I... uh, I am interested in the conflict between feminism and animal rights. Uh, And that's something that I would like to discuss uh, at greater length at another point in time and would need to do research on because um, I honestly didn't think there was uh, much of a conflict. And perhaps what Soyboy is talking about is actually that it has just become extremely politically relevant. And so people are directing their attention toward it. Um, But there, uh, so far as I know, there is no conflict Uh, between feminism and intersectionality and animal rights. In fact, most people I know who believe in heartily in animal rights are also very proactively uh, feminist uh, in in the sense that they want to uh, liberate uh, beings. And so, uh, yeah, we can talk about more of that more another time. Uh, I want to jump into this idea of polar opposites. Something that I spend a ton of time thinking about is uh, the what versus the how in human conversation. So people so often focus on what is being communicated as an idea, like it helps you latch on to whatever is going on. You know, it helps you make sense of a conversation and pay less attention to the how. Uh, I personally spend much more time thinking about the how as opposed to the what. So I am less concerned with what I think as opposed to how I think, which is a very, I think, a very, very important difference. 
So I also choose my friends based on this. So this is how I end up having colleagues and friends on all sides of the political spectrum and across religions, uh, because I am close with people not based on their ideas, but actually based on their ability to talk about them and desire to seek truth together. You know, it's actually a very, very basic intrinsic human bias to, uh, to identify with people who think the same things as you, right? To have the same mission, to have the same purpose, to have the same worldview, like that's a very human thing. And I understand that we are inclined to do that. Uh, but we also, I think, are have become, it has become so easy for us to partition ourselves off from the world. You know, we retreat to our internets, to our favorite blogs, to our favorite news providers, uh, and we can interact with people who <clears throat> same this, share the same worldviews as us, right? And so it's we have become so entrenched in our political worldviews that we see people, we look at people, and we immediately think same or opposite, right? Based on what they think. And to reiterate, I rarely express what I think on this podcast or on any podcast, right? Like the content of what I think might be best. And so when people do this, and people do this to me all the time, what they're actually doing is seeing an opposite with their isn't necessarily one. Like somebody who has an opposite view for me, like a truly opposite view for me, would be somebody who thinks that we should all be dogmatically close-minded and mean. Like that's literally at the, there is one idea that I will defend to my dying breath, and that is that we should listen to one another. Like that is the political hill that I'm willing to die on. I really believe that when we listen to other people, we come to understand their perspectives and it will grow our own no matter how much we don't like the idea because it helps us understand people. It helps us understand why people are the way they are. It helps us treat them with more kindness and it helps us find better solutions to our collective problems. So I think it's very important that we all think about the kinds of friends that we have, the kinds of people that we surround ourselves with, and whether we want to bury ourselves in circles of like-minded people or whether we want to expand ourselves and our understanding of the world by interacting with people who think different things from us or who are like me and do their best to abstain from thinking things. Now, there are people who are highly critical of my... Uh, abstention in the sense, my abstinence. Uh, and I don't blame them. You know, I can see this perspective as well. Um, I understand that you need to have strong ideas and you need to have conviction in order to change the world, or at least how the world is today. Uh, and there are many people in my life who carry very, very deep convictions. And I am all about that. And there are uh, some convictions that I have, you know, especially about what needs to be addressed or how we should act or the values that we should be you know holding up or cherishing while we're enacting them uh, but the how of how to you know go about those things i personally just like am incapable like it feels hubristic to me to think that i know like what the right precise right healthcare plan is i have a general sense for like what i think is we should strive for but how to get there i'm less clear you know, how to elevate people out of poverty, enormously complicated question, you know, uh, what to do about free speech. 
I feel pretty strongly that free speech is important, but I also understand that uh, there are some good critiques of it. So I'm open. I have some views, but pretty much all of my views are, I hold them as hypotheses, right? Um, and I, to reiterate, I think that what Soy Boy is seeing in me as an opposite is perhaps a, perhaps a feminist because he, I'm assuming he, because Soy Boy, uh, because he said that feminists were, you know, taking over the animal rights movement, or perhaps as a more free market right person, because I had a libertarian on my podcast, you know, and I have uh, expressed uh, somewhat critical views of political correctness or uh, identity politics was somewhat, somewhat critical. I'm critical of all, all views. Go listen to those podcasts. <laughs> um, but uh, other people have also identified me as being way too liberal, um, maybe because I've had people on the podcast to talk about blackness and oppression, you know, and I don't know, can I, be, can I, be all the things, right? I don't know if you necessarily can. So what are some values I, I want to like put out there? I want some clarity for my listeners who um, need some sort of understanding or want to, you know, hook my views onto some things. Uh, what do I uh, believe in? Uh, individual dignity, right? Compassion for all people, no matter what country they belong to. So I'm a hard pass on nationalism and patriotism. Um, and that also means that I think we should be very compassionate with immigrants and reflect that in our legal structures, you know, and how we take care of one another. Um, equality in front of the law, which we do not have and need to strive for. Uh, I believe that we all need to uh, pay attention to our implicit biases and learn how to treat one another with more compassion and respect, right? I believe that we need to use uh, the insights from things like in identity politics and intersectionality in order to achieve uh, a world in which we do are more capable of judging people just as individuals, you know, without uh, color per se. Now, that isn't to say that people necessarily need to get rid of identities based on color if they want to have identities based on color, but also do not have to. Um, I believe that corruption is uh, the worst thing and we must safeguard against that. I think that um, people who are both socialist and capitalist, uh, all of these systems the inherent flaw in each of them is human nature. And we need to safeguard against the desire for power, right? I think we are all very, very uh, interested in power and being safe. And so assuring that people are safe will help reduce our attachments, our needs to fight for power, which may in turn reduce you know, corruption in people uh, using force using power for the, for their own ends. You know, um, I think people do perform well when they are able to be creative and entrepreneurial, but that requires resources and that requires safety and that requires really high quality education. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and animal welfare and rights, I think are also very, very, uh, important. Uh, is healthcare a universal right? Is anything a universal right? I think rights are a construct, right? So, 
uh, I think healthcare, universal healthcare, making sure people are taken care of is really important as to how to go about that. I have no idea what's best because I'm not a specialist in it. And so I listen to specialist opinions and try to learn. Uh, but uh, all of which is to say that I try to study phenomena and think about them outside of living in, inside a political box that might tell me to think X, Y, or Z ways about it. And so therefore, I really don't feel like I can belong to uh, a particular mm, lot of things. I don't belong to a particular lot of things. Uh, I do vote, right? And I do, again, like I do take guesses, but these are hypotheses. And so I would invite y'all, I would invite everybody to um, you, you don't necessarily have to take this approach. You know, you don't have to be like me, but I would invite you to consider what it might be like to construct a world where uh, you don't share the opinions of people around you, but rather share uh, a dis, uh, excitement or willingness to discuss them. Um, and to consider that uh, people who might be very, very different from you and have very different views still have the same values and the same ends and are just working at them with a different set of tools, a different set of information, a different set of data. Um, and maybe there are some flaws in it, but maybe there are also a lot of things to benefit from it uh, within it. So um, do, do consider those things. It is so important for us to erode the barriers that have become erected um, across the world you know, and uh, it's going to be extremely challenging, but this is one thing I think we can do um, in order to take those steps. So um, those are some thoughts on polar opposites, on differences, on uh, values and holding up values and hypotheses as, you know, as opposed to um, being really attached to specific ideas and not listening to others. I hope it's helpful. Please do write in to me. Please do write into the podcast if you have questions, uh, if you disagree. Uh, of course, I, I understand if you disagree with what I've said in this podcast or any uh, podcast, if I am making any kinds of claims, but be careful and make sure that you're listening for when people are making claims or when people um, aren't, because uh, that's also very important, I think, uh, to reiterate. Uh, as always, we don't want to be jumping to conclusions about anything. So um, thank you all so much for tuning in. Please do write in. You can do it by dropping me a DM on Instagram at Stephanie Ruber or Facebook or Twitter. Uh, and you can also send me an email at stephanie at nakedhumanity.org. Or uh, if you want to submit a question anonymously, go to stephanieruber.com slash form and uh, drop your question there. You can write in about existential questions, spiritual questions, political questions, uh, moral, ethical questions, uh, whatever is you sort of think could be useful um, to you in this context, I would be happy to address it. Thank you again so much for tuning in. This has been episode 55X. I am Stephanie Ruper with Naked Humanity. I will talk with you next week. Mm -hmm.